Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh, and today I am joined by a very special guest. Vikas Adam is in the house, and we're going to talk about acting and podcasting. I mean, we're not really going to talk about podcasting. We're going to be doing the podcasting. Uh, but we're also going to be talking about audiobook narration and all the good stuff. So, um, Vikas, how's it going today, man? It is awesome, Josh. How's it going with you? Not bad at all. I was really kind of hoping that you would call me like Joe or something. I, I was considering that, and then I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, but they won't get, they won't get it." And I was just, I was just like, "Let's let, let's not do that." <laughs> They'll have to stick around to the end of the episode to find oh, out. The end of the episode. Oh, so much fun. Uh, so, Vikasa, so would you mind telling us, uh, just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Vikas Adam, and I am an audiobook narrator, an actor, um, a professor, uh, and all around just fun geek guy. Fun geek guy. Oh, fun man. Guy. It's, I'm, I'm, my, my cup of coffee is not finished yet. Um, <laughs> therefore, I, I cannot claim responsibility uh, for some of the stuff that'll come out, come out of my mouth. Kind of like, you know, if I took an Ambien and went on Twitter or something. Oh, man, I can't. Jeez. Um, that's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder how pe- I wonder how many people are going to remember that and be like, I don't know. I don't uh... know. I don't know. And the only reason I was thinking about that was because <clears throat> last night I was wondering if I'd be able to sleep. I was Josh and I were talking earlier everyone about how we, we we both got the mythical 24 hour the, the quote-unquote mythical it's real craziness yes the mythical 24 hour bug where it's like i we keep on hearing about it and you're not sure if it is real because everyone else gets it, but no but you don't and ironically each of us got it within a day of each other even though we'd never met so i think we each got it through um our phones or something we probably got it through twitter probably yeah and 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 <clears throat> last night i was thinking about like god i've been i've been resting all day am i gonna be able to sleep and i was like considering let me take let me take an ambient and then this morning as i was walking my dog i was going it's a good thing i didn't take that ambient because who knows what i would say on this podcast <laughs> by accident remembering back the, the, the twitter debacle from yesteryear uh geez when was it was that was that it feels like it was like seven years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say about five, but it has to have been about one or two years ago. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, was that like last year? Like, man, like, <sighs> I don't know. You want Twitter, Twitter debacles? I mean, that 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 happens. I know it <laughs> happens so much. It's sad. Um. So, but um. So the the first time I heard you was uh heard heard about you at least was I was listening to like I uh to the uh the Queen of Dark Things which was from C Robert Cargill yeah. uh and that was the first cuz like I had read the first book cuz I had listened to him back when he was on Spill <coughs> and everything like that so I had yeah. already been a big fan and like my buddy Oliver and I who is one of the the uh, co-hosts on this show we're really big fans of that book and so the second one came out, and I was like, oh, man, I, I don't have time to, you know, just sit down and read it. But at my job, it was data entry a lot. So um, I was like, okay, well, I'll just buy the audiobook and listen to that, and that way I can do my data entry. And I heard your voice, and I was like, oh, man, dude, this dude, like, I'm in love with the way that he's doing these characters. 
Thank you. And I went and bought the first one, and then uh, what was it? Uh, like uh, maybe about six months ago, the uh, there was like a, a companion that came out. Yeah. Yes. Which you you got to reprise your your wonderful character of Colby Stevens. Yes. Yes, Colby. I love Colby. Oh, I love Colby. Absolutely. I love Colby. I love Yasher. Oh, Yasher's so great. Uh, and uh, you did you, you did something in that in that uh, in the second one. It's it's one of those. It's one of like the 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 demons that mm-hmm. you do. He's like he's kind of like overly sexualized. Oh man! Oh gosh! Okay, I can't, I can't remember his name, but like the way you did yeah. that, it so damn good. Like was it was it was it the one where he's like okay? And the only reason I remember is it the one that's kind of in the audi- in the audible sample because. Uh, he he says he says uh, something about he says he says like the uh, whore or something like that. But it was like he it's like stretched out, and yeah, of course one yeah. My my yes. college friend was talking to me about that one, going oh. like, "Oh my god, I need to get this book just because you're saying that." Yeah, dude, it's like that. Like that's one of the ones where like I've already finished that book like multiple times now. But I go back and like keep that on my, uh, like it, it's like basically uh, like where I can just like resume the audiobook. It's at that part because whenever I I see Oliver, we go and like we'll just like listen to that and we'll just like go. It's okay. so damn good. That's that thank you so much. That means a lot to hear. Um, one of the things that I have always that I always attempt to do. Um, whenever I am recording, especially with certain characters or whatnot, it's, there is a consistency that needs to be there. But at the same time, I'm always trying to remember that there are going to be people who will listen to some of these books multiple times, either because they enjoyed the story or they want to hear it, or it was, or it's in the background. Um, whenever they're, um, they're doing some other work. And so they may catch something the second time around. Um, that didn't that they didn't catch the first time, but I need to be consistent so that they're not. I, I don't want them getting out of the story and picking. Wait a minute, he did something different before, yeah. and blah blah blah. And so so th- that means a lot to hear. So thank you. Oh no problem. No, so let's kind of we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive. Um, oh, yeah. So so uh, tell us a little bit about you growing up. Like what were what were you really into uh, growing up? Like did did you know that you wanted to be an actor from an early age, or always, something that you always. found later? Yeah, always knew I wanted to be an actor. Um, it was just um, the performance aspect just came uh, just came naturally, uh, and 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 it was something that I enjoyed doing. So it was there was the performance aspect, there was there was the acting, there was the dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was there. Uh, I, I enjoyed writing, just the arts in general. You know, visual um, writing. You name it. Um, I, w- I was into much to the support yet chagrin of of my Indian parents because I I grew up in a time and I'm I'm, I'm originally Canadian. Uh, I was born in Canada, uh, but I lived in, uh, sorry, Mazel Tov for Canadian. Thank you. Yes, uh, I was. Uh, I, I've lived in India. I've lived in. Uh, we moved. We moved to the states when I was 11 years old, and that was a huge culture shock for me because we moved from Canada to uh, deep into the heart of 
uh, Brooklyn, New York, which was uh, an extreme culture shock. Oh yeah, this say, was, like I'm trying to think of the culture shock there. I'm like, oh Jesus, go from but India but this is Brooklyn. also pre, this is also pre gentrification New York. Oh, so okay. So 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 this is this is like this is pre gentrification, pre internet, pre everything, um, <clears throat> and so. It was it was you know a huge shock for 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 this kid who's just a, already a meek quiet kid uh, and sees a fight break out his first day of junior high school um, in the lunch line uh, and I'm like <laughs> future self of me is like talking to past self and going you know like oh wait a minute did, what what prison movie did you end up in um, because that's that's what it felt like. Um, but I digress. Um, but growing up, my I was always drawn to fantasy. I was always drawn to that was an escape for me. Fantasy, superheroes. Um, when I my my back in Canada, my parents would uh, they owned were uh, Indian, huh? Convenience store, and and we my dad would have comic books there. And when I was seven, seven years old, eight years old, yes, they had us working at the at the grocery store as well, ringing up customers and cleaning shelves and everything. But we also, um, I would I would also take the comic books that were there and start reading them. So I read every, you know, I was reading X Men. I was reading uh, primarily a lot of DC. I, I remember reading. Um, crisis on infinite earths mm -hmm. you know when 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 i was that young and not totally understanding it but the imagery and that and, and having that image of superman holding uh, Supergirl, uh yeah that's a i have i have that cover. it's so good and 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 reading it and just being completely taken that oh my god they did this to a comic book character what is going on um so that uh, so so I grew up with that, but but for me, and I and I often kid around about this, but it kind of it's kind of truthful. I mean, my holy trinity is Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. I've always been a fan of those three, and and so the DC properties, as much as I appreciate, respect, um, and admire the Marvel properties, my heart has always. Uh, I've I've been drawn more so to and and connected and resonated more with the DC properties. That um, that that warms my my wonderful DC heart so much. Oh, wonderful! Like I like that's that's one of the things. Like I try to you know tell was like listen like I'm the Marvel stuff's okay. Like it's cool. It's great that you guys like it, but like I like my Batman and my Wonder Woman and everything. Like I, that that's the stuff that I like, and everyone just shats oh. on it so much nowadays. And I'm just like, but it's. But it's good. But, like Batman's good. But I think. But I think for me, it's like it's not even about there's one is better than the other. I I think what's what, um, what kind of makes me makes me sad is that we can't respect each other's uh, and yes. admire what what one does over the other. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> I, I I make it I make I can't believe I'm going to say this. Well, one of my one of my I loved I loved um, I'm not. I love Superman, Batman. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's what I'm. I can't believe I'm saying, but everyone. What shocked me was everyone kept on going on about the Martha moment, and they were making fun of the Martha moment. I know, and that and that broke my heart because actually I remember going. I'm a big DC fan, and I didn't 
I didn't make that connection until I watched that movie. And so that one really, you know, resonated with me. And, and you know, I, 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 I can appreciate some people, they didn't get it as much. But to make fun of it was, it made me sad. But then I saw Infinity War. <laughs> and, and, and I was, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it immensely. And I'm, uh, and I want to put that out there because when I, when I say this next part, I'm, I, I say it with, um, gig, uh, with, with, uh, uh, in jest, in pure jest. Um, but I was going, but so Infinity War is really about a big old queen who is tearing the ends of the universes to get the perfect jewels to fill his bracelet so that he can snap. And, and, and people are making fun of the Martha moment. That is, that is the most accurate description of Infinity War that I've ever heard. But no, like we, we've talked about on this show multiple times that Martha moment. Cause I'm like, you guys all make fun of that moment, but it's like not a single person no one ever until that movie came out yes. made that connection exactly exactly and so and i and i do and i do want to emphasize once again i loved infinity war but it's like people can make fun of that what i just said about that plot point you know or that 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 what i just mentioned about the uh, you know my, my my little parallel uh analogy as much as they're making fun of the martha thing but I think as long as we do it in jest and we're not super serious about it and yeah. it's not life and death, I enjoyed both movies immensely. Superman, Batman just resonated more with me and that's that's to be respected no matter who, whether you agree or not. Just as I respect whoever loves, my sister loved Infinity War and was like, she was talking about like she was crying and I'm like, I'm so glad you had that reaction. I'm so glad that you um, felt that way. And that it had that emotional connection because in the end that's what it's about whatever can have an emotional connection um with us exactly uh, uh, have, but as, yeah. if, as, a, as a as a kind of big dc fan like uh have you seen the joker yet i have not seen the joker yet oh man I need i need to see i i was i've part of me is like a little has been a little hesitant because there's a there's there's a line for me when it comes to like is it going to be too gritty and too realistic um but i keep hearing amazing things so i and my sister told me you've got to see it yeah and and she, i do i do she gets to see a lot more movies than i do um so so i i do i i i very much value her opinion um another i've been watching a lot of tv so it's like a lot of um i mean i grew up archie comics just completely so you've been uh, watching that riverdale i love riverdale oh man see like I, I i watched the first season and then i waited for the second season to come out on netflix and uh -huh. now i'm so far behind on it i'm like oh, it's worth I, it i have to rewatch season one again you don't i don't i can just you start at season two start it you'll remember the, way, okay. the, the thing that's amazing about about tv writing nowadays especially good tv writing in a good writer's room is that they are aware um that they need to people cannot keep watching and they can't go back if they've missed a, if they've missed a bunch of uh episodes and then they're coming back to the series or they've there's been a big lag in time so their writing is so impeccable in general that that you can pick up and you'll be able to you'll, they'll they'll remind you of what you need plus they've got the recaps yeah they've got the recaps yeah 
so I, I mean, and that's that's a skill that I'm I, I'm in awe of um, of writers' rooms and 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 what they're able to do. So so uh, so you're watching a lot of stuff. So so what are you really watching right now? Uh, I'm I'm currently wa- I'm catching up on Riverdale. <laughs> so, I'm, so, so I'm so I'm watching season season three right now, which has that entire Griffins. It has an entire role playing game aspect to it, which I think is lots of fun. Um, <clears throat> th- I am watching. Oh my gosh. Uh, 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 we just started haunting of Hill house last night. Okay. It's, it's, Hall- it's Halloween right now. So I've got, I'm trying to make sure that I watch as much Halloweeny things as possible. We saw two sentence horror stories, which is on Netflix. Yeah. I, I saw that. I, I had, I haven't seen any, I heard anybody that's watched it yet. So like, it's fun. It's fun. They're 20, okay. They're 20 minutes each and they're, they're, they're all, they're all different. So whether, you know, some are stronger than the others, but they're 20 minutes each. So how, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's worth being able to give it a go. Um, and, and, and you can just jump around. So, you know, just pick one that looks, that looks good to you and, and, and go with that one. Are they like super scary? Cause like, I am the biggest wuss. Like when I saw paranormal activity, I had to go to a friend's house because I couldn't stay in my, in my, uh, in my house by myself. So like I had to I go, I had to go spend the night with somebody, and he gave me a rosary and let me sleep with his cat. So is, well, here's a question. Well, it, it, it's a it's a TV fourteen. So I don't okay. That's not as bad then. So it's so it's so it's not as bad. I'm trying to remember was Paranormal Activity was it an R or was yeah, it? I know it's funny. It was, it's a, it was, it was an R. I, yeah, I gauge. I know it's funny. It's like I gauge because I can. I'm not a fan of like the torture porn stuff. I'm not. I'm not a fan of oodles and buckets of blood. Yeah. Uh, but I can, but I like, so like The Conjuring, which I've been, which we, you know, I've been, re, I rewatched number one and then I saw number two the other day. Um, love, loved those. Because um, those were creepy and scary. Yeah, but. like, like I can't do like, like demons and stuff like that. Because I'm like, if it's something that's like real, like if mm-hmm. it were to happen to me, like if it's like a stranger thing type of deal, it's like. I could be like one of those children and hit one of those creatures with a bat. I mean, like I could stand it, but if it's like an incorporeal demon, it's like, yeah, no, I can't do nothing there, man. Don't watch the conjuring. That's all I got to say, especially because the poor children are the victims. Oh, geez. (laughs) But it's so well done. Oh, good. Oh my God. It's, it's, uh, it's creepy, but I love, but you know, I, I, I love the, um, I love Hocus Pocus. Uh, I love I love that that style of Halloween movie. It's like something that's not too crazy. There's a wonderful Halloween movie out for everyone. I know this is like probably going to come out not in time, but Tales of Halloween on it's either Netflix or Prime. It was an anthology. It was a movie, but it was like 10 different short films that all take place in the quote unquote same residential neighborhood. And I saw it one year. Um me and my spouse and a couple other people uh, saw it and it was incredible. Um, Actually, I'm going to have to backtrack here. We're going to have to cut some of that. Okay. Um, Me and my partner and a couple of our friends. Uh, Here. Okay. Let's do this then. Let me just, uh, I'm just going to go boom, boom. And then you can just do that whole entire take again. Yes.
whenever you're ready. Yeah, okay. So Tales of Halloween, it's an anthology um, on Netflix that you've got to you've got to see. It's uh, it's ten different short films, ten different directors, but all of these m- stories take place in the quote unquote same residential neighborhood. And my partner and I and a couple of our friends, we saw this together, just thinking on oh, a lark. It'll be it'll be dumb. It'll be whatever. No, it was just joyful because especially for halloween fans because some you'll like some you won't care for some you'll absolutely adore but all in all as a whole it was just fun to be able to watch these 10 different takes on halloween um and to really be a celebration of halloween so tales of halloween uh watch it yeah i just uh, i just pulled it up and added it to the uh to the prime queue so i'll be yeah, able not to that... check that out You'll you'll be you'll be fine with that one, Josh. I think um, <clears throat> it's not. I mean, with some of the demon things, it's not. It's nowhere near like the Conjuring or anything. If there if there was like a demon kind of thing in there, it's it's more in jest or fun. If but it's more so the ghosts and the goblins and oh so yeah, see uh, that type of stuff I'm fine with. Like yeah. I'm I'm cool with that stuff. I could hit those yeah. with a bat. Yeah, perfect. I mean, I I'm <laughs> sure you could punch a ghost. You know, I mean, just, just like, uh, like... If you drench the bat in holy water. There, oh, there you go. I mean, I am technically an ordained minister. It took five minutes online, so... Universe, uh, what is it, the Church of Church Universal yeah, Life Church? Yeah, the Universal Church. Life Church. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm yeah. wondering about, like, can I bless this, like, bottle of Nestle Pure Life? I mean, it's already got <laughs> the pure in it, so... I've been ordained since the 90s, and I think it was one of those... One of those... Was it the 90s, or was it the early 2000s i remember when i when i first it's like we were all doing it as a lark mm-hmm. and watched but probably like now we're all everyone who's been universally life church ordained there's probably some sort there's a horror movie waiting to happen in that oh yeah like it's like we'll it'll be like hey by the way if you have been uh, universal life church um sorry guys you have to be you're you've been deported or something and it's like how you you actually signed away your citizenship. Did you read the fine print? Be like, no, dang, they got us. Reported to hell. I w- I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I did it my senior year of high school because like you must be eighteen to do this. So it's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And well, then we you're go. safe. You're safe then. If you weren't if you weren't eighteen, then it's null and void. There's a reason that eighteen was in there. I was eighteen though. <laughs> Oh, then you're fucked. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That was your one. You only get one, man. That, that was it. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's kind of let's kind of uh, backtrack a little bit. So, yes. so you were uh, growing up. You were in the Bronx. Um, family Brooklyn. had uh, family had the, the convenience store. Yes, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Store. It started with a B, and it was in it was in New York. I was I had a fifty fifty shot. You did, yeah. No, I'm 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 nowhere near as cool as Jenny from the block. So. At least that wasn't Boston. I didn't go there. That's true. That would have gotten That's me like, you know, beaten up. <laughs> Especially as a Yankees sport. fan, I would have gotten beaten up. I know there's a, I, there's a sports reference there somewhere, and I was like, ooh, I know there's a sports reference there, and I can't make one because I'm not as good at it. Yeah, like ever since, like, yeah, like back when, back when I was in high school, I was like, oh yeah, Oklahoma football, yeah, Yankees baseball, all the good stuff. And then yeah. I got out of high school, and I'm like, I don't care, I don't care about <laughs> any of it. Like, it, uh, I, I haven't watched a football game in ten years, so 
I I will you know I will I will watch sports uh, sports events if there's a group of people or if <clears throat> you know I'm sure there's some planetary alignment that's all funky and everything and I have this sudden inclination to watch college uh, basketball or something like that just and that's only if one of my teams are playing which would be um, Syracuse go Orange Men or uh, or uh, Bruins. UCLA. Like I'll I'll do the Olympics just because I mean like that comes every like two years basically because you get the winter and you get the summer. I'm like I'm cool with the Olympics. I'll watch the Olympics if it's on. I'm totally down for that. Opening opening and closing ceremonies is the best, especially. I mean, we're gonna get like Japan. Like they're gonna try. They're gonna try to have to outdo China, and it's gonna be amazing. Oh my god, I'm I'm actually kind of scared about. Getting it in LA, so yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so they've what, already what started. Is, um, when is that? Like 30, 32 or something like that. Twenty twenty-eight. Oh, oh, that soon? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says so, that's just nine years away. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's like I'm I'm affected in two different ways. Um, so so I live in Santa Monica, and so the Santa Monica Beach oh. is already places for um, uh. The, the volleyball uh, team. And then the other way is I teach at UCLA. So it's going to be <laughs> all the housing is at UCLA. Oh, man. Oh, so, I, I do not envy you that you have to drive into Santa Monica because that was. Oh, no, I live in Santa Monica. It's wonderful. I love it. I, I, I'm in my bubble. Uh, yeah. It's wonderful. We're, that's it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing because when you're we walk everywhere because oh, that's, that's good. Well, we're, we're, we're very lucky. We live, we live, you know, just a block away from downtown, the downtown area. Mm-hmm. So, so we are literally away from all the tourists, but we're close enough. So when we want to do it, we we're there. However, we're in our bubble. So it's, we have everything around us. So we hate driving East and I used to be one of those people who was a big driver back in Dallas. I used to drive 45 minutes each way to work. And I was like, yeah, it's all wonderful. It's great. I love driving. I'm going to be fine in L.A. Yep. No, I don't. I hate driving now. Yeah. Uh, now that I live here, I'm like in Oklahoma. It's like, yeah, it was like, yeah, I'll, I got to drive 45 minutes to work. Yeah, I'll just put on a podcast or an audio book and I'll get there. It'll be no problem. But mm-hmm. now it's like uh, I hate I hate it all. Like it's all so bad. The only thing that I do love is like when I do when I go work at um, one of the one of the uh, 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 production companies. When I go to the one of the studios, is I, they're in Woodland Hills, and so I love taking the canyons up, and and that's when I can listen to uh, music because I never listen to music otherwise. <laughs> Dude, I I hear you, man. Like I I dusted off like since we since I just moved in here, I dusted off the record player and like put in some Beck, and I'm like, like okay, uh, we'll 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 do this, and we'll just you know we'll play it, and then like I was like, ah, oh, this is actually quite nice. So like I was cooking pasta, listening to Beck, and I'm like, I like this. This is this is nice. <laughs> oh, I need to listen to some Beck now. 
Mm, yeah, it's the good stuff, man. Ugh. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, so so in um, in Brooklyn, yes, we didn't go to the I'm Bronx Brooklyn. this time. In Brooklyn, not the Bronx. I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. So you're in Brooklyn. So how? Like, I, I know you you came to Dallas. So how yeah. how did that happen? Like, did did the whole family move? Did you move for college? Like, how? What 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 happened with Dallas? So my dad was. So we we <clears throat> we we operated a um a convenience store um and my dad was managing it and it was a 24-hour convenience store and in the middle of the night one night he was held up at gunpoint and all the money got stolen and he was really shaken up obviously and thank god he was not hurt Mm -hmm. in any way and the customer that came after him um that that came in uh, after after the this this person ran away with the money um saw my dad was shook up and said hey are you okay and my dad just said yeah i just got held up i'm so sick of this place i just want to move my family out it's too dangerous and this man says well you know my sister lives in dallas with her family and they seem to like it so the next week my dad buys a ticket to dallas checks it out and a few months later we moved in the summertime and and that's how we ended up in dallas that's, that is um, a crazy story it's a crazy story i was 13 years old and so to go from 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 brooklyn where by this time i'd like toughened up and i'd gotten this i'd gotten this brooklyn accent and you know i started talking like this you know and um <clears throat> talking like this my mom hated it because every every time she'd ask me a question i'd say what and she she'd she'd be like, it's not what, it's what. And and so we moved to Texas and they were afraid I'd get a twang, but no, Dallas does not have twangs. Dallas does not have, um, it's very metropolitan actually. Mm-hmm. And um, it was wonderful. Dallas was a great place to go to high school. Dallas was um, was wonderful. Um, and, and it was what I needed. So while I was there, I just ended up uh, I went to a magnet high school. Um, you know, at this point, my parents were like, okay, he's going to go. He's going to perform. Uh, I went to a magnet high school. I went to, um, and then when it came time for college, I went to Syracuse University, went back to New York. So, um, you know, it was, it was the best fit for me. Because you were going to find the man that robbed your father and deal him justice. Was, all the way in Syracuse. <laughs> Four and a half hours away. <laughs> it was. It was actually. You know, I was not at that point. I was not a fan of of um, of New York as well, um, just because it, it it was challenging for me um, growing up over there. Just for the just for the few years that we were there, um, even though there were some good parts, but but you know, for the most part, it was not. It was not something that I remember with great fondness. And so to move to to Syracuse, which was four and a half hours away, the reason I ended up doing it was there were just numerous factors that that, that played into it. But but in the end, it it was the it was the best choice for me, um, gut wise as well as everything you know, all, all the other factors. And so I went there, and it was a it was a wonderful four years. And actually, while I was there, um, I ended up doing my first audiobook um with bruce Koval, 
um, who is a children's author, very well-respected, renowned children's author, and he has uh, what is now called Full Cast Audio, and they were one of the companies, to my knowledge, that produced what could be, you know, full cast productions of books, mm-hmm. and they would do children's books, and so I did one of them first, and oh, I can't believe I'm announcing this one. Um, I did two for him. Uh, the first one I did was called Jennifer Murdley's Toad, and they auditioned all of us who were in the drama department, and there was I read the book before we went in for auditions, and there was there was really no character in there for me that I that I could see, and so there was one character in there that I was like, eh, why not? I was like, I asked, can I audition for the woman slash the witch, which was the main character, main villain. Not in my mind, not even thinking. You're you're gonna cast, and you know a, a, a real woman who sounds like a real woman who can pull this off way better than you can, Vic. This is a full cast. And he was like, "Okay, well, shockingly enough, I ended up getting it." And it to this day it shocks me and i've listened to that performance and i'm like oh god no 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 i can't believe i sounded like that and I, it's it's i'm embarrassed by bruce to this day who still remains a dear friend and mentor um is like vic i stand by my casting with you um and he's been an incredible support um and so after graduating from Syracuse, I went. I went to. Uh, I went back to Dallas because grad school plans at that point didn't fell through, and I did the life of a professional actor, and I worked in children's theater and and I uh, taught after school theater and I worked at Starbucks for health benefits. Yeah, <clears throat> which I'm ever grateful for. Thank you, Starbucks, for doing that. Um, and after that, I went into nonprofit youth arts and got a full-time job. Um, still working in the arts, and I produced, and I still continue to act um, during the evening with uh, created my own company, you know, produced my own shows, and blah, blah, blah. And it was a wonderful, wonderful stone, stepping stone for me into the real world and to do what I normally would not have been able to do. Um, and... After that, I felt the hankering. It's time to really follow your dreams. And it's time to move to Los Angeles, which you've always wanted to do. But you've also wanted to go to graduate school. So I went to UCLA. Um, I auditioned, did all my stuff, and got into UCLA. And went, moved to LA and went to grad school. And I was the oldest person in my class. And of my class of 12. And... It was uh, a little a little discombobulating for me, but at the same time, wonderful and lovely and, and, and a much-needed kick in the pants um, from the universe. And I ended up finishing, graduating, staying on as faculty at UCLA, um, thanks to my prior teaching experience and all that sort of stuff but also because the chips fell in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I also started getting into, and that's when I really got into audiobooks back um, in 2012. Uh, Audible had a workshop and at UCLA, and they were auditioning people. And so 
Scott Brick was there. Kate, Amaz- uh, Kate Amazer was there. Uh, and Mike Charzik from Audible, as well as Jason Ojalvo. And they, they did a workshop, and then they had auditions. And at the audition, they gave me two sides to read. I read them. And on my sheet, they said, oh, hey, it says here you can do an Indian accent. And I'm like, yeah, I can do an Indian accent. And he was like, okay, well, can you just go ahead and do this passage right now in an Indian accent? And I was like, yeah, I can. (laughs) And I read the passage in an Indian accent. And two weeks later, I had a book. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, And and that kick-started the audiobook career, which um, I wasn't expecting. And work begat work. And I started getting a bunch of books that had Indian themes, Indian authors. In fact, my first few books are all like, they were like Penguin India that Audible had acquired. And through doing those books and through meeting, you know, my directors who were directing me at that point, um, because a lot of stuff is now self-directed, but meeting people through that and being introduced to other studios in uh, L.A., um, work begat work. And after all that, I started getting <clears throat> books that were not just Indian themed because they started realizing, oh, wait a minute, he does more than an Indian accent. So it went from there. And it has blossomed into a wonderful, beautiful career that I'm ever grateful for. Mm-hmm. So now, now you've done you've done some live action stuff and you've done the audiobooks. Like, which which do you prefer? I am someone. <clears throat> I'm someone who always likes changing things up, and I like balance. I can get. I can. It's. It, it, I'm. I'm. I'm of the personality where I it can get. I can get bored very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, and that's something that I know about myself and that's very important to know about yourself, whether you can or not, especially when you're in this type of an industry. So, um, for me, I like them both. I cannot choose, which is one of the reasons why when I'm doing audiobooks and I've been so blessed and lucky is that I, some, some audiobook narrators and actors and, and performers in general are usually relegated to a certain genre or to a certain type of movie or a certain type of show. And I've been very fortunate um, as an, as a narrator that I, I get, I genre jump, genre jump. That's a new one. Genre jump. Genre jump. I genre jump. And, and it's, it's incredible because it's like one, one week I'm like doing a YA, um, a YA, uh, character piece. And the next week I'm doing a lit RPG and the week after that I'm doing a romance book. But then after that, I'm doing a nonfiction book on, uh, immigration. And the week after that I'm doing literary fiction by like, you know, a New York, you know, prize winning author. So, so it's, that keeps me going. Um, so I really can't choose between the two. Oh man, see that that's great. Like do like because I mean basically when you do the audio uh, the audiobooks, like you're 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 basically doing your own one man show. Yes, although it's it's jumping around now where it's like there there are multiple narrators um, in certain books. So the the style of writing and is is changing, especially when you do romance. Mm-hmm. It's usually dual dual perspective, so you'll have two narrators. 
or sometimes three narrators on a book um, or a certain YA book. Um, YA being young adult for, for listeners who are, who are not familiar with the term. We have all the little listeners. They probably know what that means. Probably. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's... that's I, audiobooks, like, for me, are, like, the new big thing. Like, I, I've, I'm wanting to do a, uh, like, a podcast kind of like that, but let's, uh, everybody, this is, this is hush-hush between you and me, so nobody else can hear this, but I'm wanting to do, like, a choose-your-own-adventure podcast, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm, it's, I'm trying to figure, like, basically make it, like, a, uh, like a novel, um, uh -huh. But, you know, it, it'd be like a choose your own adventure. So, like, each week, uh, like, we would have, like, I'm thinking either, uh, like, it, it'll come out, like, maybe, like, once every two weeks or something. Um, and so, like, have, like, a week for voting. Like, you have until this day to vote for which outcome that you would want it to do. And so, like, you're, you're leaving it up to the public to decide, like, I want to go down path A, I want to go down path B. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm working with. I've got, I've got a, yeah. a couple authors that are like, I'm, I'm interested in working with to see if we can do something. So it's one of the things I'm pulling for. It's going to be so difficult because, yeah. uh, but I'm like, I, I want to do it. Cause like I, that it's not something that's like really been done yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, like we've had choose your own adventures. Like I remember growing up like the young Indiana Jones choose your yeah, own yeah, adventure yeah. books. But I'm like, uh -huh. that, that doesn't, like, happen in, like, podcast form anymore. I mean, you've got stuff like Tannis and, like, Serial and, like, Night Vale and stuff like this that tell stories, but they're not yeah. as interactive. And, like, yeah. I, I like, like, the, the aspect of it being more interactive. The, I, I'm all in support of... And I and I encourage you to, to, to continue doing that if you can, because that would be amazing. Um, my, one of my best friends from grad school and I, we were, we were in a class, uh, a film class and we ended up pitching a, a choose your own adventure kind of thing for Netflix. Mm -hmm. And, and they were like, oh yeah, that's cool. Blah, 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 blah. And we're like, okay, yeah, whatever. And we don't hear anything. And then of course, a few years later, mm -hmm. I think they released something. Soderbergh was doing something and we were both like, wait a minute, is this? And it wasn't. But it was it, it had no relation whatsoever. But we were like, whoa! But it, but the mm, what to take from that is is that the ideas, if you've got the idea, strike, strike while the iron's hot in your head, uh, because if you don't, someone else will. Yeah. Even if there's, <clears throat> you know, there's no relation, they haven't heard of it because the muses. I think the muses like to work in that way where they're like, here, we're going to divvy this out to all of you and whoever gets it, woohoo, first. Exactly. And now that I said it on the pocket, I should probably cut all that, but I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> the beauty of the beauty of it is is that you you can you can choose to cut it if you want yeah. and if you're ready for it or not. Yeah, I mean it, it's something that like we like we definitely want to do and like cuz it's one of those like I would like to have it like full cast. Um, so it's, it's definitely one of the ones where I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to do this cause I think it would be super duper cool. Um, but I mean, yeah, uh, like t talking with you about all of this stuff, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really cool. Like your entire story is like something that like I couldn't have made up. 
Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we came from India, and then we moved to Brooklyn, and then uh, our father was robbed yeah. and heard from yeah. the next person that we should move to Dallas, <laughs> and then boom, we're in Dallas. It's, it's, I've, I've, I've been very fortunate to live a very colorful life. Um, you know, haven't even, <clears throat> and that, and that's just, yeah, it's just like the, the tip of the iceberg there. I mean, there was like, there's so much stuff in there, but it's like, I'm like, it, it makes, it makes for an interesting life. And that's what I'm able to, to pull from. So it's, it's like, I've, it's funny. I've had uh, on audible, sometimes there'll be reviewers and they'll be like saying, you know, for, for some of the books, it's like, I hate it when he pulls on. Why, why does he have to put on a fake accent, a fake Indian accent, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 that's not fake. That's not fake. I, 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 I used to have that accent <laughs> when I lived in India. It's like IMDb guys. Like, like they got that for a reason. It's there. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting how there, there are assumptions, um, that people make just based on like, we're, we're getting to a place where it's like, we're forgetting we're, you're an actor for a reason. And, and you can't just pigeonhole someone and say they can only do something if they fall into this one little box. Um, you've got to, you've got to, we're, we're the arts for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got to allow people to express. And, and I'm a big, big advocate of of the arts and arts education just in general for everybody um whether you want to be a lawyer a scientist whether you're more left-brained i'm such an advocate because i'm i'm an advocate for like just expression so nice oh man um so uh vikas do you have anything that uh, upcoming that you are allowed to uh share with us ah yes so we um let me see. So it just came out recently and that's been getting some really good um, press is uh, Salman Rushdie's book, Kishat, um, which is Salman Rushdie's take on Don Quixote. And that was a fun, amazing book to, to record because if, if you're not familiar with Salman Rushdie, um, he's one of today's literary greats. And the man's ability to play with words is phenomenal. He is witty and he is, I mean, the book is witty and heartbreaking and by turns, um, just magical. He plays with magical realism, uh, but it's his take on Don Quixote. And, and that one was just an absolute joy to play with. What is coming out um, soon? There are a couple lit RPG books uh, that 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 are coming out. Um, I've been working on a Viridian Gate uh, online series of books. Uh, there's some offshoot books um, that are emerging. Uh, one book that's coming out is called "The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek." Comes out October 29th. That's not lit RPG. That is, um, it's hard to put into a genre. It's, it's fiction, but it's humor, but it's kind of gothic. And it's written by uh, Rhett and Link, who are these YouTube personalities. They've got their, their hosts of Good Mythical Morning. And these guys 
have written such an incredible book. It is about two um, kids, uh, Rex and Leaf, who in their small uh, North Carolina town, um, strange things begin to occur. And kids who are sent to this reform school in, in town uh, come back either changed or they disappear. And there's this book really took me and it I, I I'm so excited about its release because it was magical for me. It took me away to another world and it reminded me it, it, it has that it takes place in 92, which I realized is one of those last few years where you could have this insular world that is not connected to the outside in any way because this is before cell phones. This is before the, uh, the internet. And it's one of the last eras in our, in our, you know, in our generation where in, uh, of this lifetime where we can, we can be like, Oh, this is, this takes place in our lifetime, but it's another world in and of itself kind of has that feeling of stranger things come only it's in, in the early nineties. And I'm so excited about it. I am so excited about this book and, and, and I really hope whether people read it or, um, listen to it. I hope they'll listen to it. Um, but it's, 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 it's excellent. And that comes out October 29th only on audible yeah i just threw uh like like as we were talking i just threw threw like three things in my queue here i i got that uh how so how did you say the one from uh uh someone rushdie is like was like the not it's it's key shot it's q q u i s h o t t e and it's 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 the french pronunciation of um quixote Gotcha. Yeah. So I've got, I, I, I threw that in, I threw Bleak Creek and then I was just looking and I found this thing by, uh, Dakota, this dungeon born divine dungeon. And I'm like, all right, we'll throw this in there too. Cause it pulled up on a, on a recommended. And I was like, Oh, well it's got you in it. So we'll go ahead and throw that in there. Hmm. I, I would, um, there are some newer ones coming out. Of course I'm, completely escaping hold on one sec we're gonna have to edit oh, this yeah, one no, out no worries no worries um god i gotta pay more attention to audible i have like four credits <laughs> there is it's coming out Sworn Guardian um, is coming out, and that one was shockingly. Um, it just, it, it, I'm, I'm so excited to see where that's going to go. It's, it's time travel, um, you know, going back to change what ends up happening, and it's a fun, fascinating ride. So that one comes out on the 22nd. Yeah. Okay, let's well, uh, I'll throw that in there. That one's that one's, one's going to be fun, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's 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 a it's a ride. I'm very I'm very excited um, and just happy with the way 
You know, it's there's so many of these books that I just love that I can't even like I have to look at the list in order to be like, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. This one was a good because it's like these are the books that I'd be like recommending where I'm like, oh, if if just eat, I, I, read it, I don't care if you pick up the book and read it or if you listen to it, but you got to experience the book. And that's when I know. And it's like that's how I feel about Cargill stuff, you know, with dreams and shadows mm-hmm. and with you know the dark things. Um but you know, it's like I'm I, I The Grand Dark by Richard Cadre was an incredible book. Blue Boy was you know, killed me. The Claude books, if you have kids, Claude is some of the cutest, funnest, you know, and, and, and for that one, I want you to be able to like hear it while you look at the pictures because the pictures make the book um and add that that last element to it. There's I got one of the best jobs in the world. I, I, <laughs> I really do. Um, I get to, I get to, you know, I used to work in a library when I was a kid. I was, that was a library helper. That was fun for me. So to be able to be around books now in the capacity that I am, it's, it's a, it's a definite, uh, blessing. Oh man. It's, uh, like, like talk, talking to people that like really really enjoy their craft is one of the best things that like I do. Like just yeah. listen, listening to people, you know, like say how much they love something, and you can hear the passion in their voice. It's yeah. that that it's always great to me. Yeah, and uh, it's oh my! I'm just like I'm sorry. I'm like I'm I'm going through this list, and I'm just going. Oh wait, forgot about this, and forget. It's like, but it's like the fact that like I've I've gotten a chance to like um be on like the Mueller report, and and but then to jump into th- this book, this amazing book, Riots I Have Known, which is about that's a fun one. That one's humorous. That one is about. It takes place during a prison riot, and it's basically a monologue with this one prisoner who's never named talking about what led up to the riot and how he caused the riot, but you never really, um, you know, he just goes off in tangents and it's so darkly funny and it's so intellectually humorous that I was, I, 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 I had to like, uh, talk to the author and be like, okay, I need to make sure I'm getting this correct because this is so awesome. And I had to trust the words. So I'm not playing up the humor and and trying to make too much of it and just trust the words because the writing is so strong and so good in it. So oh, that's yeah. that's awesome. Well, I mean, I, I definitely know that I want more of like the Colby books, like the, the those Dreams and Shadows books. So so Cargill, if you're listening, we'll go well you actually know what? We're gonna go like spill.com. So Carlisle, if you're listening, I need more of those books. I need to know what happened to Colby. Oh, Cargill. Yes. I, yeah, it, it's weird. Like he, he was, he's, it's, it's Cargill, but like on spill.com, like was, uh, what he used to do, uh, back with like, uh, working for like ain't it cool news and stuff like that. A long time ago. Uh, he was, oh, yeah. he was Carlisle. Cause I guess Cargill I was, was a little bit harder. <laughs> he was massa worm on ain't it cool. Wasn't yes. It? Yep. So what's Car- so Carlisle was another yeah on like uh, like for like spilled like they did like movie reviews and everything like that but it was oh funny, I didn't like, know animated. that yeah so but yeah he was he went by Carlisle oh I did not yeah, know that like, and it's one of those things like spill was great and then like it was one of those like they got bought out and like the entire thing just like dissolved 
and you can't like it's really hard to find their stuff nowadays i'm sure there's like some weird like archive out there where you can find like spill.com stuff but oh, oh man God. it was it was the best like they had they had like uh like uh co-host 3000 which was just a little bitty robot because like all their stuff was like animated so it was like a little bitty robot that was just like oh man i thought this was crap and like they do everything <laughs> but like i give this like a matinee or like a better than sex like type of thing like this movie was awesome it was like no you know what you can just like skip this movie like they were really cool about that stuff and like i i missed that show but I mean, mm-hmm. like they like double toasted, you know, still around, still got a couple of the guys from, from there. So it's still it's still good. Um, Cargill, Cargill is one of those um, amazing guys who you know I, I met him once and and we've spoken on the you know we've spoken several times, especially when when working on the book mm-hmm. books. He's just his imagination and his writing. I. I it's always a treat to be able to work on his stuff. Um, The only thing I do know is um, I believe there is another uh, Colby book coming out, but it won't, it's not anywhere near next. I think that, I think there's something else before. I mean, cause like he's, he's also doing like, he's also co-writing another Dr. Strange. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's going to take a little bit more priority than, Oh yeah, unfortunately, oh, yeah. or Colby. Um, uh, oh, but his, yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm so happy for him. He's worked so hard for. Yeah, he deserves all of it. All it does. He deserves all of it. So, yay! Oh man. Uh, well, uh, Vikasa, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, now, if if people if, if people want to follow you, like social media wise, yes. where can they follow you? You can yes, please do follow me. I'm. Uh, I'm on all three platforms um, at Vikas Adam, uh, V as in Vikas, I K A S A D A M. I mainly, I'm really bad about uh, my Facebook. So, so if you really do, if 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 you have a an ability and you're 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 better at Twitter and Instagram, that's what I'm better at. And I do post differently on both of them. <laughs> so. I'm not one of those people who like, it's very rare where I'll, I'll repeat posts just because that's just my personality. And if I'm going to post something on one, doesn't mean I want to repeat it on the other. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, uh, I also tend to be very profane, just <laughs> to warn you. Uh, no worries. It's, that's, you know, if we've heard your, you know, your books, you're fine. Um, yeah. Uh, and we'll put all those in the show notes as well. So like, if you want to follow Vakas, just, you know, click on the show notes and just click on it right there. We'll provide those links Thank for you. you. Um, Thank you very much. Oh, no problem at all. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our episodes are available, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, anywhere that you can download a podcast, we are there all of our older episodes are also up on YouTube. New episodes come out every day. You can also go to our website, animationstationpodcast.com, to find all of our episodes. So, Vikas Adam, thank you so much for coming on, sir. Thank you, Josh, for having me. I so enjoyed speaking with you. I hope we get to speak again. Uh, so this do I. Fun. So do I. All right. So, for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. Oh, and I'm the cause. Bye, everybody. Bye.
I didn't know I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> That's what makes it perfect. Um, and now, do, do you go by Vic or Vicus? So it's Vicus, actually. Vicus. See, I was like, I'm either going to get it Vicus, or I, I was like, I could be pronouncing it wrong and be like Vicus. But I was like, how should I do it? So Vicus. Yeah, the best way to remember it is um, the Wizard of Oz. There's two ways. The, there's the Wizard of Oz. Because, 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 because. Because, 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 because. That's amazing. Um, or Picasso. Vicasso without the O. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One of two ways. You know, you've got your art, your, 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 your uber, like, you know, artsy way, or you've got your, you know, modern, modern day artsy way. So, well, I like the one that involves red slippers. So we're going to go yes. with that one. Perfect. Welcome, everybody, to episode 181 of the Animation Station podcast. My name is Josh, and today I have a very special guest, um, someone that I found out uh, through the wonderful Audible uh, from some of, one of my favorite new authors. Um, I have the extremely talented um, Vicus Adams. How's it going? Doing it's Vicus Adam, actually. Dang it! I, I, I knew that. <laughs> Dang it! I shoot. Clap sync again. Do it again. We're gonna do it live. <laughs> you literally just said it, and I was, I was, I was pulling up the questions on on the iPad, and I was like, Vegas. I'm like, damn it! Like the moment it escaped my mouth, I was just like, I said something wrong there. You went bleep, bleep, bleep. Jeez. Oh, okay. Damn. All right, here we go. I'm just gonna, just for me, just so I know to be not stupid. There we go. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 181. My name is Josh, and today I have a very special guest. Vikas Adams is joining us today. Um, to uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, his acting. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that voiceover, and we're going to talk so we can talk some audible. I'm going to jump in one more time. It's actually Vikas Adam, as opposed to Adams. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I love outtakes. We'll get this. We'll get this one day. That we're just going to keep all of this and like put it at the end of the episode. <clears throat> oh, it's too damn funny. <clears throat> Ah, damn. All, All right. right. Third time's the charm. Third time is the charm. 